Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation. And check out recent shows where we learned about scientific efforts to revive the woolly mammoth, the latest in military drone technology, and the mysterious Shroud of Turin. And you can listen to those programs and many more amazing Coast shows by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. All right, so give us your definition of spontaneous human combustion. That's an easy one. Um, Our concept of, our definition of the concept of spontaneous human combustion is the smoking, blistering, or burning of a person in the absence of a known, identifiable, nearby burn agent. That is, if an external flame or caustic chemicals high amperage electricity, radioactive material, or a nearby radiant heat source can be eliminated from consideration as to cause of fire at a scene, then by concept one needs to consider the possibility of spontaneous human combustion being involved. How many cases have there been that you've studied over the years? Our database now is approaching about 500 cases that fit the concept of spontaneous human combustion. So, and, and as you said in your kind introduction, that, that takes us back to the um, 1400s. Actually, it takes us back um, a couple millennia. Um, but given the number of people that have been alive during that period, um, and compare that to 500 known probable cases that fit the concept definition, um, makes for an extraordinarily rare phenomenon. Larry, I'm going to read uh, some characteristics that they say are common with spontaneous human combustion. Tell me uh, true or false and then just elaborate on it. Okay, you ready? Number one, the victims are chronic alcoholics. Is that true? No. Number two, they are usually elderly females. I used to be claimed that was the case. Our research says otherwise. The body has not burned spontaneously, but some lighted substance has come into contact with it. True or false? In some cases, likely so. In others, not so. The hands and feet usually fall off. Uh, let's see. How can we address that? Um, falling off is a loaded term. Um, we would prefer to say that the extremities, perhaps the lower legs, the lower arms, hands, perhaps um, part of the head, is left intact to identify the pile of ash in between as once having been part of that person's body. The fire has caused very little damage to combustible things in contact with the body. True or false? Generally true. The combustion of the body has left a residue of greasy and ashes, very offensive in odor. I would guess that might be true. Uh, in terms of the greasy soot or caramel-colored coating at the fire scene of classic spontaneous human combustion cases, generally, yes, not always. As to the odor, um, it's not what you would expect in terms of common sense. Either we are told there is no odor present by the first responders or there's a sweet perfume-like scent in the air. In one case, that scent was described to us as hickory-like. That's interesting. Now, do, does your work differ from uh, that of, uh, let's say, investigator Joe Nickel? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It, it That's my loaded question for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
let's see how kind we can be here. Um, Joe it, is the, it is the holiday, sir. Yeah, Joe Nichols says that he spent several years investigating several dozen cases and, and has come to the conclusion that there is absolutely nothing credible whatsoever about the concept of spontaneous human combustion. We would contrast that claim with our 40-plus years of research traveling the world, talking to first responders, medical examiners, coroners, fire chiefs and fire marshals, arson investigators, that have led us to a very different conclusion. And tell us that conclusion. That conclusion is that in rare instances, the human body is quite capable of igniting from within by means presently unknown in terms of mainstream science. And the body can, in those classic conditions, be consumed more completely than can be accomplished in a crematorium under normal crematorium operating conditions. About a year ago, Larry, uh, I had a moment, just a split moment, where my internal body felt like it was burning up. And uh, I've never felt that before. I mean, it just felt excessively hot. And it went away, um, thank God. Uh, I don't know what it was or anything like that. I didn't feel bad or sick or anything. It's just that I had this feeling of intense heat within myself. And I really, for a split second, thought, oh, my God, you're going to spontaneously combust here. Is that, you know, do people feel that way? We have spoken to survivors of partial spontaneous human combustion, and they describe situations very similar to what you just shared with us. Uh, We applaud your bravery for doing so. Um, This is a subject that clearly raises a lot of hackles and concern. It's very disconcerting to mainstream fire science. Um, Medical professionals have have told us that they've had patients who have reported to them situations very similar to the one that you've just described. Um, Now, what is it that that is causing, in your opinion, what is causing that heat feeling from within. I mean, what was happening to me? Where did you feel your heat? Was it full body wide or did you sense it? Full, full body wide. Full, full body, body wide. Almost from the neck down, all the way down. Okay. Um, the body has is capable, obviously, of producing thermogenesis. That's what's keeping you and us alive right now. Um, normally, that temperature is about 98.6 degrees. Um, if you look at the Guinness Book of World Records, they would tell you that the hottest recorded biologically produced temperature of a human being is 115.6 or 0.8 degrees Fahrenheit. See, I think if I had a thermometer at that moment, Mm -hmm. my body temperature could have been uh, over 102. What do you think? I mean, obviously, I felt a heat feeling, so my internal body must have been hot, right? Probably so. Um, We found in, in obscure references in the medical literature that we've researched over the years, references in the medical community to body temperatures hitting 122, 130, 148. In one remarkable case that uh, we recall from a medical journal published down in Baltimore, Maryland, the physician said that they had a patient whose body temperature hit 171 degrees Fahrenheit. So getting very close to the boiling point of water, of course. Uh, what causes that is is a mystery, a quandary that we're still trying to figure out. But clearly, something can go awry in the body's thermogenesis, perhaps relative to the hypothalamus gland, um, that causes the metabolism metabolism in the body to suddenly spike and generate tremendous amounts of heat, as as you say yourself experienced. 
Does this happen to children? It does. the The youngest we the youngest child we have in our database is a six week old toddler. Um, there's a case from India about a year ago in which the victim may have been only a few days of age. We're not convinced that was spontaneous human combustion. It was, uh, you know, alleged to be by some some researchers and some writers. Um, but contrary to the the set of conditions that you you mentioned earlier, when it was once claimed that all victims of this phenomenon were elderly and female alcoholic sots uh, living either in France or in Germany. Um, we do have adolescents and children to whom this phenomenon can occur. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.